We're glad you've joined us on Songs of Praise, an hour of musical reflection to encourage your heart.
Invite your family and friends to also enjoy songs of praise.
Be still and know that I am God. I'll be exalted among the heathen. I'll be exalted in the earth. Psalm 46 verse 10.
just came to tell you, Lord, how much you mean to me. I don't always show it, and I don't always see the things you do that bless me every day. I know you've been beside me all the way. There have been so many times I've needed special care. There have been times when I've forgotten you, yet you were always there, still willing to supply my smallest need. Even when I fail to let you If I didn't have your grace, what would I see? If I never saw your face, where would I run when I don't know what to do? Where would I be if I did
This is Songs of Praise, brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio. I was walking down the road of life, taking the only way I know. Following footsteps that I've seen before Searching for what I didn't Narrow road. 
Join us again next time on Songs of Praise, brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio to enjoy more uplifting music. You are listening to 3ABN Australia Radio's book reading. Today, we are continuing with the book, Deeply Esteemed, The Life and Ministry of H.C.K. Harker. The reader is Dr. Barry Harker, the author and also the grandson of Pastor Harold Harker, the subject of the book. Here is our reader. Continuing chapter 22, last week we finished with a description of Harold's final published article. Resuming now. Many years later, I visited a church in Canada with my wife Cecily, and we met Pastor Bill Cook, a retired pastor who had worked for many years in Australia. Pastor Cook, an Englishman with a magnificent baritone voice, sang for Pastor George Burnside's missions before leaving for Canada in the late 1960s. When he found out who I was, he told me that my grandfather would look under rocks for souls. Harold's sense of duty never left him. In mid-1962, Harold entered the Sydney Sanitarium and Hospital now the Sydney Adventist Hospital, with a chest complaint. 
While there, Harold continued to give Bible studies to other patients and to praise God. Praise came so readily to his lips that if you visited his home at Warramoo, you were likely to hear his little budgie Peter say, Praise the Lord, Peter. One day the budgie escaped and a neighbour came and told Harold that it was up a tree in her yard. When asked how she knew it was Harold's budgie, she replied, It sang in your voice, Praise the Lord, Peter, praise the Lord. When Jack came to visit his father in hospital, he helped Harold to shave. One day after being in hospital for a few months, Harold looked in the mirror and seeing the gaunt face of an old man, said to the image in the mirror, It's time for you to pass on. It was clear that Harold would never leave hospital. His thoughts turned especially to his beloved Anne and his family. While he was in hospital, his granddaughter, Noreen Allen, was doing nursing training there. Grandpa Harker was very special to Noreen and her brothers Malcolm and Graham, as he'd been very close to them while their father, Percy Allen, spent the last ten years of his life in hospital with tuberculosis. One day, Harold walked Noreen around the front lawn of the hospital and told her that his work was done. He talked about her future, the kind of person she should marry, what she should do with her life, and his hope that she would be a worker in the Lord's vineyard. Noreen was distressed to know that she would soon lose her grandpa, but she only adored him more because of his evident interest in her life and happiness. Years later, Noreen was visiting a church in the United States of America with her husband, Lester Devine, when they met a man who became quite excited when he discovered who they were. Harold assisted him financially with his education. The support came from the proceeds of Harold's Swings project. In his last days... Harold's personal concern was that there would be no unconfessed or unforsaken sins in his life that would separate him from God in the hour of his death. He searched his heart and prepared for the end, which came peacefully in hospital on March 31, 1963. Harold was 85 years of age. Pastor Walter E. Batty, Harold's associate from 40 years and more ago, conducted the funeral. Harold's four sons were the pallbearers, as the four men carried Harold's coffin, Raymond said to his brothers, If Dad doesn't make it, there's no hope for the rest of us. Raymond's comment showed the deep respect in which the sons held their father. In Harold's obituary, Pastor Batty wrote, A large number of relatives and friends gathered in the Warunga Church and at the graveside in the northern suburb cemetery to pay their respects to one who had endeared himself to all, his long life was fruitful and rich in blessing through his dedicated ministry. As a young man, he dedicated his life to the proclamation of the glorious truths of the Second Advent, and through all the years to his closing days, his ardour and consecrated zeal never flagged. His wife, Sister Harker, three daughters, Laura, Mrs. A. Wood, Winnie, Mrs. Allen, Phyllis, Mrs. Frost, and four sons, Stanford, Eric, Ray, and John, mourn the loss of a devoted husband and loving father. Pastors S.M. Utley, A. Parker, E.R. Whitehead and the writer were associated in the funeral services. So our brother sleeps until the day breaks and the shadows flee away. When the mighty conqueror calls the righteous forth, saying, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Following the obituary... Returned thanks from the family appeared. 
Sister A.E. Harker and family are deeply grateful for the comfort brought to them at the time of their loss of a beloved husband and father. They request all kind friends to accept as personal this expression of sincere thanks for the beautiful floral tributes and all messages of sympathy too numerous to reply to individually. Particularly do they thank members of the Sydney Sanitarium and Hospital staff, including Dr C.H. Palmer and Sister J. Colley, for their unremitting care of the loved one during his long illness. On the same day that the obituary appeared in the Australasian Record, April 29, 1963, a life sketch of Pastor Harold Harker by Pastor S.M. Utley appeared. The concluding three paragraphs are reproduced here. In 1909, our brother entered the field of public evangelism, which led to his ordination to the gospel ministry in 1916, over the signatures of Pastor J.E. Fulton, C.H. Watson and M. Lukens. He thus had received credentials as a minister for a period of 46 years. His ministry covered every state in the Commonwealth. Pastor Harker officially retired in 1948, but only to take fresh assignments under subsidy in soul-winning endeavour. This later period of ministry extended for 14 years, During this time, he was instrumental in raising up two churches, namely Dora Creek and Warramoo, besides which he spent two years in the Granite Belt in Queensland. Our beloved brother and fellow minister was deeply esteemed by the laity. His preaching was always characterised by a deep fervour and his ministry by a loving concern for the needy and unfortunate. Truly it can be said of him, Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth, Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labours, and their works do follow them. Postscript Norman, the fifth member of the Hastings Five, died in 1973 at the age of 94. Anne Harker, Harold's beloved wife, was 99 years of age when she passed away in 1987. All of Harold and Anne's seven children are now deceased. Two of Harold's grandchildren are ordained ministers of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, now retired, having served the church in senior administrative positions. Many others remain active members of the church. This concludes the final chapter of the book, Deeply Esteemed, The Life and Ministry of H.C.K. Harker. Wow, what an amazing journey, the life and ministry of H.C.K. Harker. Reflections on the book, Deeply Esteemed. I'm Danielle Sinnott, the Program and Production Manager for 3ABN Australia. Welcome, Barry Harker. Well, it's great to be talking with you, Danielle, and welcome to uh, welcome to 3ABN Australia Radio. We look forward to one of your programs coming up later in the year. Now, Barry, I just want to clear something up here. We could say that this book got to air because of your bias, but we know that's not true because it's a wonderful book and just such a wonderful eye-opening expose, I guess you could say, of your grandfather. But why was Deeply Esteemed chosen particularly um, for the first book reading? One of the things that we're trying to do with our book readings is to tell inspirational stories and to tell inspirational Australian stories. Mm-hmm. Probably the other reason was that I actually held the copyright for this and it made it easy for me to get this one to air quickly while we were organising other books and copyright clearances and, and yeah. readers and so forth. Which is particularly handy because it's it, a huge job, isn't it, putting yes, it all is. the book yes, readings together. But Barry, let's just get personal just for a minute. I'd like to know, and I'm sure our listeners would too, exactly how 
reading um, the book after it was all compiled and put together, how did that affect you? Because you're looking at church history, you're looking at the history of your family and personal relationships, you know, within that too. Well, the book was originally written as, as a gift to my father and also to introduce my grandfather to younger members of the family who, nev- who never knew him. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was a very pleasurable experience finding out about my own background, uh, my, own fam- my own family background, and uh, also the writing of it was, uh, was really interesting because I just discovered what an amazing person my grandfather was. Mm-hmm. In some ways he was an unremarkable person, but in another way he was completely remarkable. And his dedication and commitment really was an inspiration mm. to me. So he's always been a bit of a role model to me. And going back over that again, reading mm. it again, I think deepened my own sense of commitment to God and why I'm a Christian and what my obligations and duties are as a Christian. I can imagine that was very powerful, Barry, um, going through that experience. In saying that, though, was there anything in particular that you learned about yourself? Well, I'm a writer, Mm-hmm. And uh, I always wondered where the impulse to write came from. <laughs> but when I had written the book and realized that my grandfather was a writer and loved mm-hmm. to write himself, and I have cousins who also write, mm-hmm. have that writing impulse as well, I thought, well, it's probably missed, it's probably missed my generation because my dad <laughs> was a very reluctant letter writer even. <laughs> but somehow that, that impulse to write has come down through the, uh, through the generations. So I found out about myself also my own personality. I could see aspects of my own personality in my grandfather. And that was a really that was a really nice journey of discovery to be reminded of that, reminded of that process. Yeah. Now I can imagine, you know, from reading the book that your grandfather was quite a dynamic man, but as his grandson you know, having that relationship, because I believe you were about 13 when he passed away, so you've mm. got some wonderful memories, I'm sure. What was it that stood out for you about your relationship with him and, and what you remember about him as a person? I remember that he was very easy company. He was nice to be with. And he had blue-grey eyes and they would twinkle and he had a little clipped moustache. <laughs> and uh, I can remember one particular incident where around the time that I, my grandfather visited, I was... Um, into cowboys and Indians. Yep. And I remember him looking me in the eye and saying, when I was young, there were cowboys and Indians. <laughs> well, at least he didn't say dinosaurs. <laughs> no. And so he was he was always good company. I only heard him preach once, but I remember him, even though he was short, he was only about five foot seven, he had a very considerable presence about him. Mm-hmm. And I remember that um, he was very earnest when he, when he spoke. So those are the sorts of things that I remember about him. I also remember that he used mm-hmm. to hold his wife's hand. So here's this man in his 80s <laughs> holding his wife's hand. They would walk everywhere holding hands. I thought, well, that's a, that's a great role model for us. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, the next time I catch up with you and Cecily, I'll be looking to see if that followed suit as well, Barry. <laughs> I'll have to be careful, won't I? <laughs> you will. Now, looking at what's coming up, because we've got a powerful series laying ahead, um, a variety of books, I believe, Tell us a little bit more about that. As I said before, we want to tell inspirational stories, and we've got some wonderful books lined up around mission stories, mission pilot stories, animal stories. We have some written by ladies, uh, some by men. We will have a mix of readers where possible. I like to get the author to read the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not always possible. Uh, a couple of books that we want to read, the, the, um, the authors are quite old and not able mm-hmm. to do that. 
but we've got some excellent readers in to do that. So I really feel that we've got a good selection of inspirational stories and stories about our region, about Australia, New Zealand, Papua New Guinea uh, and Pacific Islands. Inspirational stories about mm-hmm. Christian commitment and what it means to respond to the gospel. Amazing, Barry. Uh, I'm sure we're all looking very forward to hearing these future books. And we just want to thank you for being with us today. It's been uh, inspirational. Um, the book is certainly wonderful. Um, can people contact you to get a copy of that? Yes, if, if people are interested, they can contact us here at 3ABN. Um, the details, contact details uh, uh, usually come up in uh, in the program at some stage. So contact us at 3ABN and if you really want a copy, I'll, uh, I'll make sure I can get a copy to you. Fantastic. So Barry, if people would like a copy of the book, is there any way that they can obtain one from? Yes, they can contact me at uh, 3ABN Australia. Our phone number within Australia is 02-4973-3456. Send me an email at barry.harker at 3abnaustralia.org.au and I'll see what I can do about a copy for you. Fantastic. And what about if people have suggestions for books or genres of books? Uh, can they contact you to love to hear from people on the list? Love to hear from people. Wonderful. Well, thanks for being with us, Barry. It's been a wonderful conversation with you today. We wish you all the best for the future in your role as manager of 3ABN Radio Australia. Thank you all for joining us today on 3ABN Australia Radio's book readings. We'll see you next time. God bless. Let's listen to William Ackland as he shares a psalm from his paraphrase of the Bible called The Gift. Psalm 29 that I shall share with you today is also a psalm of David and has as its theme praise for God's holiness and majesty. Ascribe praise to the Lord, you mighty ones. Give to the Lord your glory and your strength. Ascribe praise for the glory of his name. I worship the Lord in his perfect holiness. The voice of the Lord is heard over the waters. His glory thunders across the heavens. No sound can drown out God's voice, for it is strong and powerful and reveals his majesty. When God speaks, the cedars of Lebanon split. Yes, the Lord's loud voice splinters their strong trunks. He makes Lebanon skip along like a calf and Syrian lumber along like a wild ox. God's voice divides the fiery lightning. His voice is like a wild storm in the wilderness. He shakes the great wilderness of Kadesh. His voice shocks the doe into delivering her fawn, strips the forests bare, and his people in his temple cry out, Glory! The Lord sat on his throne at the flood time, and he will reign as king forever. The strength of God's people comes from him, and he will bless his people with peace.